0: You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence, increase your communication skills, and implement some practical advice to help you in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life. In this episode number 58, I am answering a question. And that question is, how do you speak off the top of your head? Now, this is... There's, I mean, there's there's so many myths and confusion when, when it comes to impromptu speech or extemporaneous speeches, and I wanted to clear the mist and give you some practical tips on how to actually do this. Um, just quickly, I wanted to clear up some differences in, in just in, in language in that impromptu speeches are typically you have no preparation, no idea what you're supposed to talk about, and then you just talk about it um you're given really no time to prepare whereas extemporaneous speeches where you're giving a little bit of time to prepare to write things down to maybe form a quick outline and then you go up um you don't have a rehearsed speech and so this is a bit of a bit difference i'm i'm gonna be kind of talking about both because they both have a lot in common um but i might end up focusing more on the other or whatnot so there's a huge misconception in that, when it comes to impromptu speeches, that if you can't do it, you don't have the gift of speaking. And that's just so not true. Um, it, it just, you, you don't, impromptu speeches are not created in that moment. Because you, if you're giving impromptu um, speech, let's say someone just asks you a question. Because this is a really good example of impromptu speech is someone asking a question you've never been asked before. When that happens, what you're doing is you're not all of a sudden making up something in the moment. You're drawing upon all of your experience and knowledge and skills and you're applying them to that. So you have to know what you're talking about. You have to have your subject, your topic well known. You have to be an expert. And what you're talking about, and by expert just means you know more than everyone else in the room. Um, really, <laughs> that's really what it does mean. That's how you become a good at impromptu speeches. Is you know what you're talking about already. So how do you do this? You need to learn, you need to read books or listen to audiobooks like I've been doing lately. I finally, you know, bit the bullet and signed up for Audible, got a couple free credits, and now I'm reading my books. And it's great, I absolutely love it. And this is not an ad for Audible, I just like it. Um, I thought I didn't, and now I do. So I'm really glad I got into that. Um, It's keeping up on the latest trends of your industry. So I'm constantly keeping up on, okay, what has changed in social media? How, um, how, How do I need to keep my website updated according to Google's new rules? Um, psychology, communication, learning from the experts and learning about new psychological principles. And that's something I'm always keeping up on date, because I know that I need to, I need to be, I need to be the expert on these things. And also, it really helps the content creation too, because if I see something interesting that's new, I'll share it with all of you because you probably haven't heard it before. So that's what we're talking about. That's the first step. When it comes to speaking off the top of your head, impromptu speeches, you have to know what you're talking about. Also, along those lines is having stories is great. And that's why I'm so focused on coaching right now because I'm gaining these stories. I'm gaining this insight into other people's worlds and what they're going through and what they need. And I'm able to take these stories and apply them to a speech. Because all of a sudden, let's say you ask me to give a talk on, I don't know, it's like something about, um, I don't know, I can't think of something I don't know because I don't know it. But if you ask me to give a talk you know, on something that I don't, that I haven't practiced, that I haven't heard before, then I am going to set up my speech and I'm going to have some stories ready. And so what I'll do is... At the appropriate time, boom, I'll pull out a story, give it to uh, punctuate a point that I'm making. So I say you should do this or this explains this or this is how this works. Here's a story that shows that I have experience in this regard and it brings a human element to this answer, this question to this speech. And I kind of preface my second point there. It's knowing the outline. Knowing the outline it's like the back of your hand better than the back of your hand. If you asked me to identify the back of my hand versus a bunch of pictures, I probably wouldn't be able to. But if you asked me what the outline was, I'd give it to you point by point by point. Usually in a lot of my speeches, I know every single point and sub point of my speech and I could probably list them off. That's how well you need to know the outline because what's happening What? Ha- and this is especially this is. Vital when it comes to interviews um, and date and dating in that someone asks you a question someone's talking to you someone someone says you know talk basically in many different ways of saying it talk about this all of a sudden you have to talk about something that you did not prepare but what happens if you know the if you know the outline you start with your you start with your introduction you say well you know you may not think I know this but in fact, I do. Oh, here are my 3 points. I'm going to go through this. Tell a story, give a statistic, talk about it. Second point, third point, and then wrap it up conclusion, so you see, so you see I do know what I'm talking about. Knowing the outline is incredibly vital. When it comes to just, I mean, public speaking, of course, but also when it comes to impromptu speeches and and expert ex ex extemporaneous. Sometimes I can say it, and sometimes I can't. I can't control it, and that's why I usually avoid using the word entirely. (laughs) And speaking off the top of your head, and in fact, when I will when I will give tell stories, I will. Most of the time, I don't realize I'm using the outline until I get close to the end, or until I think back on it later. And many times, especially, I remember I was telling this one story, just a group of friends and me hanging out, and I was telling this story about this thing that happened, and I was, and I, and I realized halfway through, oh wow, this was my introduction, this was my first point. Now I'm on my second point. I know exactly what my third point and my conclusion are already. I didn't even realize I was doing this. And in fact, when I first recorded this podcast episode, I did it live on Twitch and me being a newbie on Twitch didn't realize I have to press record on my, it was, a, I basically, I went live, but none of it was saved. That was my fault. I gave this, I did this whole podcast and I did these three points not planned. I didn't plan the podcast at all. I just had the question. I went, yeah, I'm going live on Twitch, you know, I'm experimenting around. I'll just talk. I went through these three points and all of a sudden I realized, oh wow, I'm going through three points. <laughs> I didn't even mean to. And then so of course I wrote the three points down. And then I for later, so actually recording this episode, I have my three main points. Because I already I already did it naturally, so of course I'm gonna write them down because that happened naturally and it, and they're good. So you have to know the outline. You have to practice. And many people, they get daunted when they think about practicing speech speeches because they think, I don't have, you know, 45 minutes to practice a speech. No, I'm talking about two-minute speeches, three-minute speeches. In fact, those are harder because you have to cram so much in three minutes. But pick a subject. Say you love your dog or you have a hobby or this interesting thing happened at work or whatever it is. That's your topic. Now, what's your goal with that story? What, do you, what are you – what emotion are you trying to elicit? Where are you trying to move the people listening to to do or to have, how to feel? Okay, now what's your introduction? What are your three main points or maybe two main points? When it comes to three-minute speeches, sometimes it's better just have two main points um, unless you can get through the three pretty quickly because the 3 minutes it goes by immediately it's so fast i mean me giving 3 minute speeches is i hate doing it it's so difficult especially when it's something i'm passionate about so you know pick something you know well something that you can condense and then you know plan it out introduction three main points your conclusion write it out and in fact i challenge you to only use five words in your outline you have your and this is something this is something this is how a lot of my podcast episodes are planned some of them are more planned than others depending on how complex the actual topic is and whether i need to cite sources Um, it really depends but most of the time i'll either just have the topic and i'll have just a mental outline in my head or i'll just have my introduction my three main points and my conclusion all kind of in, in in usually in one or two words each um, it just it simplifies everything. It gives me it, it it gives me exactly what I need to talk about without being too wordy, without getting in the way, and it makes it so easy to practice my speeches and to practice my speaking. In fact, this is part of what this podcast is. Is yes, of course, to inform you, um, and all, but also it it helps me practice speeches. My speeches—that's weird. I just stopped speaking for a minute <laughs> it, because I, I'm not—I mean, I don't speak every single day. So by having this podcast, it, it 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 helps me practice these different skills and test these different ideas, and maybe um, review and reflect and just do different things with my speaking because it's something I always want to be cultivating. Because I always want to be improving. I always want to be fixing different habits and all this kinds of stuff. So practice the outline, pick, you know, subjects that you're, that you're comfortable with, that you know well, and, you know, set the timer three minutes, you know, five minutes, five minutes max, right? Okay? but preferably around three minutes. Videotape yourself, Right? just set your camera up. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be, you know, professional level quality, but you just, you can just hold your camera up and talk. And here's the beauty of this. And this is where I get into the little hacks, you know, when it comes to content is that let's say that you want to build your personal brand about something and you want to become a public speaker and you, you think, okay, well, I guess I need a practice. It's hard. Sometimes it's hard to find the motivation for that. Well, what if instead you set your phone up, right? Maybe you got like a little, you know, cheap tripod or something, you set it up. You did a video of you speaking, you know, a three-minute speech, and then you put it on YouTube. Like, what about that? See, that's the kind of thing. And then over over time, not only are you building an audience, but you're also practicing. Same thing with this podcast. If you listen to the first episodes, I mean, in my opinion, they're not nearly as good as the ones now, especially, I mean, in quality of just, of just the audio. It's ridiculous how echoey my first podcast episodes were but I didn't know how to podcast. I didn't know what to do. And so I figured it out and I learned and I got comfortable doing this. So take that time and then practice and use that. I mean, use the video, use, use what you're doing and spread it, you know, use it to build your credibility and of course get audience feedback as well. See which ones are viewed more than others. And sometimes I can give you a hint, but what topic pops, um, which maybe which, of your videos, you actually spoke the best in you actually communicate the best in. There's a lot of different things when it comes to, I mean, social media, I mean, in all forms, right from YouTube to Twitter, and sharing those different kinds of things and having that feedback is so valuable. But here's the third thing. and This is the most important thing when it comes to speaking off the top of your head, when it comes to impromptu speeches, the most important thing above all is confidence. Because when you go up there, if you don't look like you know what you're talking about, no one will believe that you do. That's the hard truth. It doesn't matter if you know everything about a subject. If you don't portray yourself as knowing everything about the subject, no one's going to listen to you. No one's going to believe you. It's going to be very hard to convince people to change their behavior, to take your call to action, if you're not confident in yourself people like confident people they want someone to look up to they want someone to strive to be they want someone who inspires them to be a better person if you're not outwardly confident then that's going to completely destroy any credibility you have and so how do you build that and i have a lot of i mean i have <laughs> i have quite a bit a uh, few podcast episodes around confidence um I can say just a few but really when you go up on stage I want you to do a couple things. First of all, take your time. Take your time speaking. No one's rushing you. Let's say you have three minutes. I'd much rather you have you say one thing in three minutes, taking your time, than you have you say 10 things in three minutes and you're rushing and tripping over yourself. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to hear you, I don't understand you because your words are blurring. Just breathe. Don't be afraid to pause. Don't be afraid to look people in the eye. Look around. And that's something that's just so vital and something so many people miss, especially when you're doing impromptu speeches, especially, you know, whether you're on dates, whether you're interviewing, whether you're answering a question in class, or whether you're up on stage answering a question. The most important thing is to look like you know what you're talking about. And if you feel like you know what you're talking about, that helps a lot too. So having physical confidence is great. And that will carry out our verbal confidence, you know, how you say your words. And that comes in the outline and knowing what you're talking about. And the interior confidence just comes to time. Now when someone asks me a question you know, off the cuff, two things happen. Either I formulate an answer and I give it or I say, I'm sorry, I don't know the answer to that. I'll be happy to talk to you more though and and I'll be happy to do research on my own and try to answer this question for you. Those are the only two things that could happen because I've been doing, <laughs> I've been doing this for so long that I I know what I'm talking about. If someone asks me a question, I most likely know the answer because if someone's asking me a question, it's probably related to my field and my industry and my skill set, what I know. If it's not, then obviously I'm going to say, like, I'm sorry, I don't don't know. I'm not an engineer. I can't answer that question. But why someone asked me an engineering question would be beyond me. So those are the three things. You have to know what you're talking about you have to do research you have to become an expert you can't just be a life coach and then just say yeah I'm I'm a motivational speaker I just motivate people if you don't have a substance you know you need something behind you and you have to practice all the time you have to continually practice and whether that practicing comes in the form of just you in the shower making up a speech or you driving making up a speech or maybe in the form of creating content, making you know one-minute Instagram videos. Oh, one-minute Instagram videos are the worst. They're so difficult to create. In fact, if you go to my uh, Instagram, Luke D. Maxwell, shameless plug, you'll see some one-minute Instagram videos. Oh, the cutting I have to do, the, just the trimming because I'll set my goal, I'll say, okay, one minute, I'm talking for one minute. I talk and it ends up being like a minute and 30 seconds. Well, how do I cut out 30 seconds of content? It's just, yeah, it's, it's fun. (laughs) Oh, one minute Instagram videos, or maybe making a podcast is more long form. You have your time. You can do what you want. I love podcasting because it gives me an opportunity to talk about whatever I want. And it gives me the time that I don't have when I'm on stage. It doesn't i don't have when i'm on stage i have my speech i give it and i have to everything has to be in place and when, of course when i'm podcasting i do my best to give you very clear content to you know be fun and informative at the same time but i i have a much more relaxed tone so if you're trying to think if you think if you're listening to this podcast and think that's how i should give my talks no it's a different medium when i'm on youtube when i make videos specifically for youtube i talk differently when i make videos specifically for instagram i talk differently i'm i'm talking to the audience there to the format there so of course when i'm on stage i'm talking differently as well when i'm in front of people i mean yeah, When I'm in front of people, um, I, I, I speak differently because I'm looking at them. I'm talking with them. I'm having a conversation with someone in front of me. And, of course, the energy of the crowd does so much. And, of course, my personal energy is just up and I'm going. Uh, <laughs> if you can't tell, it's late afternoon and recording this. I try to record in the morning because I'm usually much more energetic. But, yeah, it just didn't happen to it. Three awesome meetings. But, unfortunately, that means this got pushed back. And, of course, confidence. Don't for, don't forget about the confidence. At the end of the day, if you're not confident when you're trying to speak off the cuff, it's not gonna happen. It's just, it's just not gonna work. And I know it can when you're especially when you're starting. Of course it's scary. Of course you know you all you can think of is the million things that can go wrong. But I mean, part of it is just doing it a lot, and part of it is fixing your mind on how well you know what you know. And then speaking what you know. No one else can replace your words as long as you're not stealing them from something. So only you can say what you say. And you it depends on you how original that is. But I'm pretty confident in you that if you take this advice and a lot of the other stuff I give, that you will be able to, you know, share your voice, share your passions in the correct format. With the correct pacing and of course with the, all of the right speaking skills and also with the with the same confidence that I've learned to grow. Right? I don't want you to take so long to to learn and build that confidence. I want you to develop way, way faster than I did. <laughs> As with all things that I try to teach you um, on this podcast. So that's where I'm going to leave you today. I have a lot of cool stuff coming up. I have uh, two interviews coming up, one I'm really excited about. I have some interesting ideas on how, on how I can improve this podcast and try different things. So that's coming up. I still haven't figured out a lot of this stuff, but I'm working on it. Also, I have some – my website is brand new, um, updated. So I have a lot a lot more info on there. So LukeDMaxwell.com. And of course, I have this podcast episode show notes, everything that I've mentioned. Remember, this is episode 58. So just search that if you're listening to this way in the future. Tell me, leave a comment. Do we have flying cars yet? I want to know. Then again, I wouldn't know if I was there. So never mind. Don't do that. What is this podcast, anyway? Like I said, gives me an opportunity to just do what I want. You have been listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast. Again, you can find show notes and more at thecommunicatewithconfidencepodcast.com. Oh, I look forward to seeing you again soon. And remember to always stay on the positive side of things.